Hey fam, it's your girl and I'm back with this podcast. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all are in a repentant state. I hope you all are like covered by the blood of Jesus because you are. I just hope that you believe that fam. Um, Let's just go right into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just love you, Lord. I just love my family, Lord. I love myself, Father. I just thank you for even thinking of creating me, Lord. I just honor and cherish you, Father. You are so good. You are so mighty. You are just a great God, Lord. And I thank you and I praise your name, Lord. I just pray that you just give me the fresh anointing, the fresh wind, the fire of God to say with thus saith the Lord, Father. I bind up any distraction, any hindrance, any lie, any wish, any warlock, any, any anything that the enemy will use for your children's bad. I bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. I, I bind up the lying tongue of any spirit that'll try to speak into anyone's ears, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, protect this word by your fire, Lord, by the fire of God. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus, Lord, over this word, Lord. I pray every seed is watered by your living water, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you give your children, you just engulf them with your spirit right now, Lord. Allow them to fill you, fill that atmosphere, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Lord. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor, Lord. I give you all the praise. And that is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Okay, family, let's start at... Um, we are going to go to Romans 7. And while we're get, you're getting there, let's just, I'm going to tell you a funny little story. So, I already began to record this, and my kids were so loud in the background. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> enough is enough. Enough is enough. Y'all have to be quiet. I need to do what I have to do. And you're, you're being very loud. Because, you know, they're enjoying their iPads. They want to be living their best lives. And I understand that. But but you, I'm about my father's business. Okay? I'm about my father's business. And y'all can't get away with my father's business. So, yeah, that's just a little, that's just a little story, you know? <laughs> so, I started reading this. I mean, I'm already fired up. I'm about to turn my air conditioner off because, I mean, I don't think you can hear it. Though. So I, I feel like we should be good. Yeah, we should be good. Ow, hit my, my knee. Hold on, I got to put my puppy up. Because she is not being such a good girl right now. So as I'm doing this, you have no reason not to have your Bible out at Romans chapter 7. So, let's begin to read. No longer bound to the law. We free, y'all. We free. Okay? We free. Now, dear brothers and sisters, that's that's y'all. That is y'all. 
you who are familiar with the law. He's talking to the people who is saying, I know that I can't lie, steal, cheat, covet, have idols, put no other God. We know these things. Don't you know that a law applies only while a person is living? Oh, yes, yes, yes. For example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. So, listen, okay. Lord, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. (laughs) But if he dies, the laws of marriage no longer apply to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is the point. You die to the power of the law when you die with Christ. And now you are united with the one who was raised from the dead. As a result, we can produce a harvest of good deeds for God. When we were controlled by our sinful nature, sinful desires were at work within us. Listen, with the withins, okay? And the law aroused these evil desires that produced a harvest of sinful deeds, resulting in death. But now we have been released from the law For we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. Now listen, this is not telling you, okay, you can be a sinner. This is not what that is saying, okay? I do not want you to take this as, oh, bet, yes, okay, we can sin. No, that's not what this is saying. We're going to keep reading. God laws reveals our sin. Okay. Well then, am I suggesting that the law of God is simple? Of course not. In fact, it was the law that showed me my sin. I would have never known that coveting is wrong if the law had not said, you must not covet. But sin used this command to arouse all kinds of covetous desires within me. Listen, it all it always starts within, okay? It's, okay? Always. It's going to start within. The, your sinful nature never wants to please God. It always is like, no, I don't want to do what God said. It's your sinful nature. You you have sin that lives in you, okay? So your your sinful nature isn't going to be like, Okay, let's go read the Bible. It's never going to want to pick up a Bible. You get what I'm saying? It's never going to want to do that because that's pleasing to the Lord. Your simple nature is going to be like, all right, let me go to the let me go to the bar real quick. Let me go get this drink. Your, your simple nature is going to do that. Your simple nature is going to be like, let's go find a way to make us feel good. That's how your simple nature is. Okay. Um, if there was no law to sin, if there were no law, sin would not have that power. At one time, I lived without understanding the law. But when God, when I learned the command not to covet, for instance, the power of sin came to life. Because remember, it needs, 
it needs your power. Like the enemy uses your power against you. You get what I'm saying? He uses your power against you. So you have the knowledge between good and evil. You have to pick which side you want to be on. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you can be on the evil side or you can choose to do the good. But when you're sim- when you're telling your sinful nature, oh, we can't do this, we can't do this, we can't do that to get closer to God, it entices the sinful nature because your sinful nature is like, oh, that's not what God wants? Bet, that's, the- that's what we about to go do. <laughs> that's how it be. Um, and I died. It says, the power of sin came to life and I died. So I discovered that the laws commands which were supposed to bring life brought spiritual death instead sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me listen back to the garden with the the devil being a snake that he is he'll he'll give you that little bit of truth like yeah let's go ahead and like you don't gotta read your bible you don't gotta read that every day you covered in the blood of jesus what you need that Bible for? All them people in them Bible, that's old. That's old. That, that's old stuff. You don't need to do that. Ah, uh, yeah. Just take a drink. It's not that big of a deal. It's just a drink. Jesus drank wine. And that is, listen, and that is a lie from the pit, okay? Jesus was not down here drinking alcohol. Jesus was down here blessing apple juice. Not apple juice, but you can bless some apple juice. But he was blessing like grape juice. You get what I'm saying? And they was getting the power of God. They were getting intoxicated in the spirit. Do you hear me? So that don't let nobody lie to you like Jesus drink wine. Yeah, it was a different kind of wine. You get what I'm saying? It was that spirit type of wine. You get what I'm saying? Um, let me start over. Okay, so sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me. It used the commands to kill me. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But still, the law itself is holy. Its commands are holy and right and good. Okay, sis, bro, listen. The enemy will take, he tries to take what God is says is good and turn it for evil. Do you get what I'm saying? The enemy, okay, Lord, you give me an example. You want me to go there? Okay, give me the word. Okay, like how they are trying to pervert our children. They are trying to make it okay to have children confused. Okay? They are trying to make our kids feel like it's okay if you feel like you are you feel like a girl and you're really a boy or you feel like you're a boy and you're really a girl. Do you get what I'm saying? The younger you can get them, the better it is. Because in because listen, listen. Kids as an adult, we don't even know who we are unless we ask God. But if you go to a child, you get what I'm saying? And you begin to minister to a child evil, you begin to confuse a child, they're more likely to take the bait. Do you get what I'm saying? They are sponges. So the good what God said, God said he made male and female. He made them both. They are good. It will try 
They, they he he he'll use male and female because the enemy is not the creator. He is a bootlegger. That's the that's what he is. He's a bootleg. He cannot. God has to create something, and then the enemy has to try to pervert it. The enemy cannot create nothing. That's why you shall fear no evil. Do you hear me? He has to ask God permission. The enemy cannot just roll up on you and begin to just go in. He gotta ask permission. That's why God will never put nothing on you that you cannot bear. But let's go back. He'll use male and female, but he'll pervert it. He'll make people feel like, but I feel, I don't know what I feel like. So maybe since I do like to work on cars, maybe I am a boy. Maybe I was supposed to be a boy. You get what I'm saying? But it's never like that. Oh, I like to do makeup. So maybe I, I, maybe I'm supposed to be a woman. You get what I'm saying? And it can't be like that. You just might be an artist and you like to express yourself like that. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with you like doing hair. It's nothing wrong like that. That doesn't mean just because women focus more on their looks that you have to be a woman. You you just like to do it. Like sidebar, who said who said what can be for who? Who said that a woman can't be a mechanic? You get what I'm saying? Who said a woman can't drive a tow truck? Who said a man can't do hair? Who said a man can't do makeup? Who said that? Who said that it has to be just this one gender? You get what I'm saying? Broadly. Why is it like that? Like, why can't people just do what they enjoy? You like to work on things. So that's okay. You're a female that likes to work on things. You are, you're a man and you like to, you're, you're an artist. You like to do things. Like, why? Why does it got to be like that? You know? That's all I'm saying. Like, there's no condemnation. Like, I'm not a person sitting here like, oh, get the pitchfork. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying the truth is the truth. God said he met man and female. He made them both. He met, he, he, and he joined them together in the garden. Adam said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. It was his rib. He knew it. It's just deep with, it, it's deep inside, it's deep down inside of you because it's the truth. But then people act out off of the conviction. You get what I'm saying? Uh-uh. There's no condemnation in your father's house. But let's let's not get mad at each other. Let's get mad at the enemy. Let's get mad at the devil. Let's get mad at him. Don't get mad at me, sis. Don't get mad at me, bro. Let's get mad at the enemy. It's the confusion. And you know what confusion do? You're confused between good and evil. That's it. That's all it boils down to. I'm confused over good and evil. This whole time, I've been tricked. That's all. So let's go back to verse 11. Sin, sin took advantage of those commands and deceived me. It used the commands to kill me. But still, the law itself is holy, and its commands are holy and right and good. But how can that be? Did the law, which is good, cause my death? Of course not. Sin used what was good to bring my, about my condemnation to death. So we can see how terrible sin really is. It uses God's good, good commands for its own evil purpose. Listen, don't get mad at me, okay? I'm reading you a, I'm reading you the living word, okay? The living word. And you know why it's living? Because as you're hearing it, as you're reading it, you know it's the truth. It's telling, it's the truth. It is the truth. So listen, I mean, listen, <laughs> like my, like, like the Lord always tell me, they don't reject you. Take you out of it, Lord. They rejecting me. Okay. Cause it's, it's the spirits in the back. 
it's the spirits in the back for me. Well, not even for me. It's the spirits in the back for Jesus. You get what I'm saying? It's those ones. It's them for me. It's them for us, Lord, for us. It's them for us. Struggling with sin. So the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. I really don't understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me. This is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. But if I do what I don't want to do, I am really not, I am, I am really, I am not really the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. I have discovered this principle of life, that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. I love God's laws with all my heart, but there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. Listen, don't worry, because on the next episode, we're going to begin to talk about spiritual warfare. We're going to be able, we're going to, we're going to start talking about how to win the battle spiritually so you can feel it in the natural realm. We're going to begin to talk about that. So don't worry. We're not going to, listen, the Lord is not going to leave y'all out here to get slaughtered. He ain't going to do that. He gave us the authority to trample over all Satan's devices. Okay? So let's keep going. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Thank God. Okay? Thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is? In my mind, I really want to obey God's laws. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. Okay? Okay. Listen. Stay tuned for the next episode. This is the plug for the next episode. Stay tuned because we are going to get into warfare mode. We are going to start casting down these vain imaginations. We are starting, we're going to start to not wage war like humans wage war. We can't do that. We are not carnal, okay? We're going to learn how to do that. Just, you know, by the time you hear this, the next episode is going to be up because the Lord's not going to leave you hanging, okay? Now let's go to Romans. Chapter 10, okay? Okay. Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart and my prayer to God is for the people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it is misdirected zeal. Okay, so in the last, when I first was recording it, remember I told you my kids was being loud, I did not know what Zill meant, so I had to go look it up. And sis, if you knew, bro, if you knew what Zill meant, this is exactly why I need you. Because, listen, this is why I need you. So, Zill is great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective, okay? 
So let's keep reading, and then I'll we'll go over what that what this all means. But it's okay if you don't understand a word to look it up, okay? Because, Lord, can I go there? Okay. With these different spirits, right, when you look up the definition, look it up as basically like, um, how can I word this, Father? It tells you like the symptom of that spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? Like if you go look up what's the symptoms of a flu and it explains to you how you feel, when you look up a definition to a word, it'll explain to you how that spirit makes you feel. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like the name of that spirit. Okay, so let's keep reading. Verse three. For they don't understand God's ways of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's ways, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. Listen, the whole Bible points back to Jesus. The whole Genesis to Revelation. Jesus is the living word. Jesus is God, okay? It says the word was with God and the word was God. He lived in the beginning with God. That's John chapter one. Okay, go look it up. So, um, and not first John, John chapter one. Okay. <laughs> okay, man. Right, listen, listen, sometimes I'll be doing that. Like, oh, wait, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, man. But, um, People, okay, so when we look up zeal, it's like, okay, people receive God. Like, oh my gosh, God is so good. I hear God is so good all the time. Okay, let me try to keep the law. Let me try to do this. Let me try not to do that. Let me do this. Let me not do that. I got to take this away. I got to throw that away. No, it's about following the leading of the Holy Spirit. Follow the leading of the Lord. Do you get what I'm saying? Follow his leading. He will not lead you against what he said. He will not, and let he will not lead you against what he said. Right. He will not tell you to um Lord, what's the what's an example you want me to use? He will not tell you to go rob a bank. He will not tell you to go steal out the store. Cause listen, even when you in the self-checkout, what they call that, they call that uh I forgot, but like when y'all be doing that buy one, get three, I, listen, okay, <laughs> okay, there's no condemnation, but let's be real. You can't be in self-checkout, scanning one thing, putting three more things in your bag for free. That's stealing. And the Lord, he, okay, you might not have the money to be able to get everything in your car, but guess what? The Lord will provide for you what you need. Guess what? God is so good if you wasn't, if you, if you didn't have the, the, the idea to steal, you was going with it. The person behind you or the person in front of you, the Lord could have been telling them to bless you, but you trying to play God, get in, get in, buy one, get three. You can't be doing that. Then you want to pray to God when you sit in jail, but God, like, if you wouldn't listen to me, you would have never been here. <laughs> you feel me? That's all I'm saying. That was a sidebar. Salvation is for everyone. For Moses writes the law that the law's ways of making a person right with God requires obedience to all of its commands. But faith's way of getting right with God says, don't say in your heart, 
who will go up to heaven to bring Christ down to earth? And don't say, who will go down to the place of dead to bring Christ back to life again? In fact, it says, the message is very close at hand. It is on your lips and in your heart. And that that message is the very message about faith that we preach. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that made you right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith, you are saved. As scripture tells us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can you believe in him if you have never heard about him? And how can you hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of the messenger who bring good news. Listen, (laughs) that's me. I'm about my father's business. But listen, I ain't arrogant or nothing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Listen, thank you. (laughs) But not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, the Lord who has believed, Lord, who has believed our message. So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. But I have the, I have, but I have the people of Israel actually heard the message. Yes, they have. The message has gone throughout the earth and the words, to all the world. The message has gone throughout the earth and the and the words to all the world. But I did but I asked, did the people of Israel really understand? Yes, they did. For even the time of Moses, God said, I will rouse your jealousy through people who are not even a nation. I will provoke your anger through the foolishness Gentile through the foolish Gentiles. And later Isaiah spoke boldly for God, saying, I was found by people who were not looking for me. I was show I showed myself to those who were not asking for me. But regarding Israel, God said, all day long I opened my arms to them, but they were disobedient and rebellious. Don't be religious, fam. Okay? Because when you're religious, you putting God in a box, okay? When you feel like you're too good to go sit down with the people at your job that always is gossiping. When you sit in there and you think that you're too good to, um, what's a good, what's another one, Lord? When you think that you're too good because you go to church every Sunday and um a, a sinner comes into church and you cheating them like like with with condemnation for real, don't do that because it's those very ones that look like that God wouldn't use them is the exact ones that God want. God don't want the ones who sit on the front row every Sunday. He don't want those ones who think that they too good. They don't want them ones. And that's why they butt prince is in the pew and they always there because you sit in there, you got the form of godliness a little bit, but then you want to deny the power. You want to sit here and think that you can judge somebody when only God's the judge. Stop doing that.
if the if people gossiping at your job, okay, you gotta be the change. Go by the way that you act, and and I'm not talking about condemning them because condemning is not our job. There there is no condemn condemnation in our father's house. By the way that you speak, by the conversations that you have, you have the power to make the change. You get what I'm saying, fam? Don't think you're too good for them people because you're not. And the Lord will show you that you're not. You are a sinner saved by grace. Go. Go profess the, the truth. Don't condemn them. That's all. Well, that's not all for the word. <laughs> but um, let's go, Lord. Where's the next one? Okay, let's go to Second Peter two. Um. Okay. Do you let me start at the top, Lord? Okay, we're gonna start at the top. The danger of false teachers, but there were also false prophets in Israel. Just as there were, there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them. So those are the ones that'll be like, you gotta do right this right to be with God. You gotta do that to be right with God. Um, don't wear, don't you you shouldn't, you shouldn't um uh, what's a good what's one? Lord, what's a good one? You see what goes on in the churches. I, I don't get to see what goes on in all the churches in the world. Lord, what, what's, what's a good example you want to use, Father? Listen, right. The Lord said, who, who came up with all these names? I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm a this. I'm a that. Listen, are you a follower of Christ or not? That's it. Are you a follower of Christ or not? The Lord said he can't stand that. Are you a follower of Christ or not? If you won't believe he said, ask him if he said that. Okay, I know what he said, but you can go ask him because you shouldn't even just be going by what I say anyway. You should be testing the spirit by the spirit. So go ask him if, if, if he said that. In this way, they will bring sudden destructions on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, the way of the truth will be slandered. Okay, slandering God. Slandering him. Like, God, like, I didn't, I can't even say it like that. I, I, didn't, I didn't even say it like that. And you, you don't preach to all these, I didn't even say that. But you know what? Also, the people that's listening, did you test the spirit by the spirit? Or did you go with itchy ears? I mean, in their greed, they will make up clever lies to get a hold of your money. Mm, he said it. I don't got to say nothing. But God condemned them long ago, and their destruction will be delayed. Okay, it'll be delayed for a little. It says delayed. It say it wasn't coming though. It says that their destruction will be delayed. Okay, and I'm here to tell you, 
peak, the delay is almost over. I ain't putting God on no time frame, but <laughs> the delay is almost over. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in a gloomy pit of darkness where they will be held until the day of judgment. Mm-mm-mm. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. See, listen. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of, un- of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He, he made them an example of what will happen to the ungodly people. Repent. This is repent. Turn away from your wickedness. Repent. Repent. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. He was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes. Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. Get out of those situations. Get out of those, get get away from those people who are immorally wrong. Get away from them. Okay, we're going to, because listen, Listen, I'm, I'm typing because I heard the Lord say, if sinners entice you. So let me get that Bible verse. If, it's, it's Proverbs. One verse 10. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, Come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone just for fun. The ambush, let's ambush the innocent. Okay, let's read more because let's read some more. Okay, let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. We'll finish, fill our house with all the stuff we take. Come throw in your lot with us. We'll share all the loot. My child, this is the Lord talking. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their past. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They are trying to get themselves killed. Such is the faith of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Listen here. Even when you say if a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. Listen, do you got more common sense than a bird? If a sinner entices you, turn the other way. Do you have more common sense than a bird? You know you got a weak flesh. Let's go back to 2 Peter chapter 2, okay? What we just read with the sinners entice you, that was Proverbs. What was that? Proverbs. 
Hold on. Hold on, fam, because I want to get it right for y'all. But I think I already said it. But let me say it again. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 10 to verse... Um, verse 19. Okay. So 2 Peter... Chapter 2, verse 9. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despises authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling but the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blaspheme, blasphemy against those supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand, and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward. For the harm they have done, they love to indulge even evil pleasures and broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception, even as they eat with you in your fellowship's meals. They commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure, lure unstable people into sin, and they are well-trained in greed. They will live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. Listen, this is just a sidebar. Don't think God can't use you. Don't think he can't. He can use a donkey. He can use you. Okay, his donkey rebuked him in the name of Jesus. Well, he ain't rebuke him in the name of Jesus, but you get what I'm saying? I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus, God can use you. These people are as useless as dried up springs or as mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed to the blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty, foolish boasting, with an appeal to, to twisted sexual desire. They lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception. That's why if sinners entice you, you turn the other way, okay? Do not think that you are so mighty and big and bad that you could put yourself in a predicament because the Lord already told you if sinner entices you, go the opposite way. Do you think you better than God? Do you think he would tell you turn the other way if you ain't need to turn the other way? It's a difference if a sinner, because we're all sinners saved by grace, but it's a difference to a sinner who don't care they're a sinner. It's a difference. They promise freedom, but themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they get tangled up and enslaved by sin again. They are worse off than before. It would be better if they have never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. 
They proved the truth of this proverb. A dog returns to its vomit. And another one says a washed pig returns to the mud by the name of Jesus. Listen, these people, I don't care if these people want to sit here and they want to tell you they know the Bible from Genesis to Revelations. If you don't test that spirit by the spirit and if you don't take it back to the Lord, do you hear me? They could be setting a trap for you. Do you understand me? Ain't nobody God but Jesus Christ himself. God is God. Ain't no other human being God. I'm not God. Do you hear me? You take back what I say and you ask the Father. You don't trust nobody. You don't trust nobody. Can't nobody go to hell for you but Jesus. Can't nobody die for you but Jesus. Can't nobody save you from your sin but Jesus. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Oh, that sounds like it's right. That sounds like it's It's a way to a man that seems right, but it will end in death. Listen, there is a way. Let's go to um, Proverbs. Hold on, I'm typing the verse there. I know y'all like, she's typing horror. <laughs> Sorry, fam. I got my nails. My nails. Um. Proverbs 26, 11. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats its his foolishness. You hear me? Only a fool will keep on repeating his foolishness. Only a sinner will blatantly keep repeating their sin. Can, can you catch that? As a fool returns to his foolishness, as a sinner will return to their sin. Do you hear me? As a washed pig will return to the mud, as a sinner will return to his sin. You get clean, but then you go back and get yourself dirty again. Do that make sense? Do you get in the shower after you go swimming or you get in the shower? Well, some people might get in the shower before they go swimming. I guess it's your prerogative. But you get what I'm saying? Do you get a shower, then go work out? Or do you work out after you get a shower? Which one makes sense? So if the Lord cleans you and he sets you free, do it really make sense to go back? Listen. I know about strongholds. I know some people need deliverance. But once he sets you free, you're truly free. You already free. But he got to teach you that he's free, that you're free. So, like, catch that. You already free, but he got to teach you that you're free. Family, I love y'all. Lord, do you have anything else you want me to say to your children? He's just saying stay in repentance.
Ask for more wisdom. Ask for more knowledge. Be hungry for the word, he's saying. Be hungry. He said he loves you. He said an agape love. Let's look up agape. Agape, the fatherly love of God for humans, as well as the human's reciprocal love for God. The term necessarily extends to the love of one's fellow humans, as the reciprocal love between God and humans is made manifest in one's unselfish love of others. So listen, the Lord said he agape love you. Go look up agape for yourself. Okay, let that minister to you. Family, I am just here for you. I am a voice shouting in the wilderness, paving the way for the Lord's return, okay? I love y'all, fam. And God loves y'all. He loves y'all so much. Every Listen, I wake up every morning and I want to please him. I just love to glorify his name, okay? I love to talk about him. I just love him. And I want to do what's pleasing to him. And I ask him what is pleasing to him. And it's you. He sends me here because it pleases him to bring his children back home to him. That's what he wants me to do. His sheep. His sheep. That's what he cares about, his sheep. I love y'all, fam. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this word, Lord. I pray that this word gave nourishment. I pray this word quenched thirst, Lord. I pray this word this word has them feeling full with you, Father. I pray that you expound so much deeper on these verses, Lord, to your children. I pray that you unlock secret treasures that's hidden in these scriptures, Lord, for your children. I pray that they go back for you, Father, and they're hungry for more. I pray they go back for you, Father, and they're thirsty for more, Lord. I pray that they seek you, Lord. I pray that they they receive your agape love for them, Father. I pray that they begin to just love you, Lord. Just love you, Lord, so they can love themselves, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, Lord. I just plead the blood of Jesus over this word, Father, in the name of Jesus. I plead the word over my family in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray over them, Father. Anoint their heads, Lord. Fill them with the spirit of God, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord, you are so good, Lord. I just, I love being in your presence, Father. I love that you just love me, Lord. I just love it, Father. 
I love that I am worthy to say the Father loves me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I will never take your blood for granted, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I want to please you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that my family continues to want to please you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray that they I pray that they are a pleasing aroma to you, God, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. And this is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Receive this word, family. Take this word back to the Lord. Receive this. Take it back to the Lord. Allow him to expand on on it to you more, Lord. Uh, Family, I am so sorry. I am caught up because God is so good, okay? He is so good. And let me tell you something. When you get that first taste of Jesus, when you get that first true taste of Jesus, you ain't letting that go. It's it's so good. And the enemy wants to grip you with fear because he knows how good it is. Let me tell you something. Everybody in this world be seeking something to make them feel good. And the answer is in Jesus Christ. That's where the answer is. It's in Jesus Christ. And I just pray that you catch this anointing because I feel his spirit on me so heavy right now. Catch this anointing in the name of Jesus. Receive the love by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, glory be to God. Oh, Lord, family, I got to go. I am getting caught up in the spirit. I got to praise my Lord. You go praise him. Catch this spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See y'all later.